0: It's a terrible football show, all right?
1: I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane, OH! Damn. OH! Oh,
0: baby, yeah! Shane, I swear to God.
1: Welcome Welcome to to a terrible football 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 show! show. It's my quarterback and my teammate,
0: man! (laughs) 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 Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year! Alex. What up? You could thoroughly kiss my ass. Why
1: not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show let a terrible foot- decide let a terrible
0: the top four. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. Have a good one, guys. Oh, one. Fuck oh yeah, you gotta go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you
1: know, I like that Baker May and to myself, man. He was baking it up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs>
0: Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions. So, why can't I? It's a terrible football show, after all. Welcome to the terrible football show episode 62 back after a little break got Ricky here with me the other boys Shane gonna be no go for today uh, he's uh he's doing some uh he's helping out with our local area that just got ravaged by tornadoes obviously massive T's and peas to the people in the central Arkansas area because that was wild on Friday shout out to Shane for also doing his part and helping out Jacob may pop in mid-show we'll see it'll be a shorter show today but like I said do got Ricky here Ricky how you doing how you feeling bud?
1: i'm doing all right uh definitely definitely busy week i'm very you. surprised i was able to m- make it today but um i i think i, I but i needed this today I, I need to blow off some steam there you I go think. <laughs> especially if we if we get to something good which let's let, let's just face it we you know we usually do get do. Into one or good two topics where i'm like you know what let's just stop i mean you've heard the baker mayfield stuff at the intro of the video new uh, intro
0: got a, you know, a little a couple updates yeah
1: yeah, so I mean, you know, it's just you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. I'm just glad I'm just glad we're back at least for one week, um, and then I know I know next week. I think, what were we doing? 4.0 next week?
0: Yeah, so we actually do have we basically have a I our plan laid out for the next four weeks. If we're gonna be honest, so obviously well, next week we will do uh, 4.0s. A uh, week after that, we're gonna do something that we've never done on the show last year or this year. So I'm actually really excited for it. Uh, we're going to do a full seven round mock draft of just our favorite teams. So I'll just do one for the Bears and the Jags. Ricky you'll do one for the Cowboys and whoever you decide to pledge your allegiance to because I don't know if it's the Raiders anymore. Uh, you know, Jacob will do uh, the Cowboys and Bengals and of course Shane Broncos and Seahawks. And, uh, and of course when it comes to doing these, these are impossible to guess correct. First round, you, you, there's a good, I, honestly in my opinion, a good 50-50 chance you can get a, a pick right for the most part depending on the team. Patriots are always in Possible to predict, but yeah, those later rounds they're tough to predict. But the bottom line for it, as fans of these teams, we can at least kind of give our opinion on where we think the team could go in terms of like positional value and stuff at multiple rounds. So I'm actually really excited for this. I, I we've never done it for the show, so that's gonna be the week after that, and then of course week after that, the draft. Uh, that draft week, we will not be going live on Tuesday, of course. We'll be going live on Thursday, 30 minutes before the draft. Uh, we'll speed run 5.0s, our final lock it in, what we think is going to happen. And I would say for the 5.0s, and you know, for Jacob and Shane who may listen to this after the fact, and I'll reach out to them and tell them to, I would try to make your 5.0 what you think it will actually be. Like you know, I may not go super wild with mine like I have a couple times. Uh, although I, the the things that I've been wild about, I had some – Legitimate reasons why. I mean, I had like I had. I mean, I was. I had reasons why I was thinking this. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I mean,
1: even if even if you look at some of the news, uh, some of the things, some of the reports that are heading out. Yep. You know, you look at the Houston Texans. The reports are they may take Will Anderson Jr. with that second pick. Yep. And they may wait to get a quarterback with their twelfth pick. Yep. Um, Which in some ways makes sense, but in some ways doesn't make any sense. But, you know, we get in that later. But you also have others who are looking to trade up. The Tennessee Titans are looking to trade up, possibly. I I called that one. For the number (laughs) number three pick, which you did call that one. Yeah. Um, Another one that, to me, that would make. If especially if the, if the Houston Texans do end up taking Will Anderson Jr. instead of going with the quarterback, I could possibly see that trade happening, where Tennessee does move up and they say they they cut ties with Ryan Tannehill, yeah, uh, which know, they probably should. He he is he is getting old. Not that he's a horrible quarterback. Uh, he's mediocre at best. But um, at the same time, I would also I I would also it would not shock me one bit that if if. If the Houston Texans do end up taking that second pick and they end up taking Will Anderson Jr., I think the Cardinals pull the trigger. Now, however, if Will Anderson Jr. is still available, however, I think they stick with Will Anderson Jr. I, I don't think they'll go with that with that trade pick. He's just a talent. He's just one of those talents you just don't pass up, yep. especially when you're Arizona Cardinals as terrible as you have been the last couple of years, which I know the year before, they they went like on an 8-0, and then and completely A-0's dropped part, then the other part. Completely they they f-
0: just got They got like, fucking drug into the playoffs, but you know, obviously they lost first round, so what does that matter? You know what I mean? Exactly. Also, exactly. shout out so, to there, uh, Steve in the chat. He also threw out there, Tennessee trading up to get Richardson. Uh, I do think Tennessee's going to make some calls to that three pick. I predicted that a few weeks ago, because in my mind, they got Indy at four, Houston at two you're going to want to get in there. You know what I mean? Like, that was my thought process. You're not going to want your rivals beat you out for some of these quarterbacks. So, no, the draft is going to be super interesting. These next few weeks are going to be really interesting. I mean, like, you know, we could see that three, that third pick kind of get traded and see what's going to happen there. Um, but I'm super pumped for the draft. You know, we'll, we'll be live for the entire first round like we were last year. Uh, really pumped up for that one. Um, it's going to be a long show. But, hey, last year was it was great, high energy the entire show. You know, So I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting into that, especially with the inclusion of of Ricky for the full show or as much as long as you can, and then also Jacob for the full show. I'll be there
1: beginning to end, my friend. Let's get it. I wanted to be there last year when Tyler told me y'all were going to do it, and I'm sitting – I'm literally – I'm driving down the interstate, and then when I hear the Cowboys pick, I'm like – I'm about to throw my phone out the car. They really did not just pick that dude from Tulsa. They did not get a dude from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, come on, people. And if you look at the University of Tulsa this year, every sport they had this year, they were terrible. Every single one of them. But anyway, but, you know, it's Jerry Jones. So you never know with Jerry Jones.
0: See, that's why for my Cowboys picks, I've just had it locked in. You guys are going to get, like, Jack Campbell from Iowa, which would be a great pick, but a guy you could have totally got in the second or third round.
1: I I I am gonna have I'm putting Tucker Craft in there somewhere, and maybe the third, fourth, or fifth round, but I'm putting Tucker Craft in there.
0: He does I seem like that, a Jerry like you guy. said
1: that's that's just that's just a guy that that it's a Jerry Jones type of name that you see out there. Yeah, Tucker Craft. I mean, I mean hell, uh,
0: in terms of tight ends with names that just seems like a name Jerry would get. He you keep don't keep mind. He tried to get Dallas Goddard, and Philly beat him out by one pick.
1: <laughs> yep, it's and, and that that's something you know, my my Tucker Craft. Is going to be my also like with like you and Gardner Minshew. Doesn't matter where Tucker Craft goes, they are going to win a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, there you go, there you go. You're going to have your Gardner Minshew baby. Let's get it. <laughs>
1: my Gardner Minshew. Man. Let's go. Except, except, except he's a tight end, not a quarterback.
0: So yeah, there, you go. gonna... there you go, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm excited for these next few weeks. Just going to be a lot of draft talk. You know, we are in the month of the draft. We are so freaking close, and I, I, we expect some signings to happen. Which we may chat about a couple of those here today, like Odell Beckham. We're still waiting for Aaron Rodgers trade to finish up. Apparently, based on the reports, Packers have now backed off that first round asking price that they were originally pointing, Which we we
1: which they should have.
0: Yeah, they should have. And we even put that in our last mock that we didn't think that we thought that thirteenth pick was going to stay with the, with New York. You know, but they were still going to get Aaron Rodgers. So hopefully, that deal gets done sometime soon, so it's locked in, and you know we can kind of see where the dominoes fall. Still, Lamar Jackson's a big question, but. You know, these next few weeks gonna be really fun uh, to chat about draft talk and everything. Uh, for today's episode, as you can see from the title, it's a terribly planned or a terrible planned football show. I did, I did make sure to. That is not a, a an error on my part, for the record, of it of me not putting a terribly planned. I wanted to go true to our brand and call it a terrible planned football show. That is, not a, that is not an error, I promise. That was intentional. Uh, but, yeah, no plan for today. We're only going to go for maybe like an hour. Uh, I got some stuff I want to do around the house. Um, so we're just going to kind of chat about a few things. Uh, Steve also in the chat should just back off of Rodgers and go after Lamar, talking about the Jets.
1: So here's the problem with going after Lamar, even though I 100% agree that the Jets would be very successful with Lamar Jackson it's just not their pace and type of quarterback. He's just, He would not, to me, he just would not fit well underneath the New York Jets system and what they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to get someone that's more experienced, someone like an Aaron Rodgers, who can hopefully guide them to Super Bowl, even though if you look at recent history, that's not going to happen right. with either quarterback. So, um, I, I mean, it's, you know, when you're locked in on somebody, it's, it's just like, Uh, How can I explain it? It's it's just like when you're locked in on your girl and, and you know you want to spend the rest of your life with that person. It's the same thing when it comes to a GM and a football player. When that GM is locked on and they're saying, we're going after this person, they're locked on to that person until that person says no or until the organization that owns that person's contract rights, whatever the case may be, says no and they end up backing off this case it the deal is going to happen and it, like it, it is yep. eventually it's going it's gonna to happen. happen yeah but like i said but the packers have all kinds of leverage due to the fact of the contract aaron Rodgers signed last season which even though it wasn't on the show last season or last year at this time it was completely idiotic to begin with why they would True. even consider signing him to that big deal considering the the uh the last few off seasons, we keep dealing with the same question: Is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Green Bay Packer or not?
0: Yeah, and and also my opinion with the Aaron Rodgers and Lamar thing. Well, I'm I'm like I'm, I'm I'm in the boat with you. I agree, right? You know, I think that's just the better play. But I also agree with you. I just don't think it's the right fit. But then also, like you know, for the you know what you're saying about a GM and is, is locked in on a guy. I also think because even though I completely disagree with this motive. There's a part of me that believes that they are still pretty damn committed to Zach Wilson, and they think Aaron Rodgers can get him on track. I think Zach Wilson's a complete bust, in my opinion, I, complete bust.
1: I, I, I'll I'll agree with that as well. Um, but it's but it's just like I said. You, usually, especially when, how can I explain this? It's the same. It's the same way that I kind of like the same explanation I had a while ago. It's like when you fall in love with somebody, you want what's best for that person. Yep. and in this case, and in this case, I think that's the case with Zach Wilson. I think they want him to be successful. I think they that he. I this is just my opinion. He has the potential to be successful. He has the tools to be successful. He just doesn't. He's just not a pro quarterback. Yeah, he does. He that's, doesn't that's, have that's, the he motive. Just, he he just, doesn't
0: just, have the drive.
1: Exactly. Yep. If you just you got you just gotta have that it factor, and everything, Alex. I'm telling you, and it was proved during this during this past season. The New York Jets had every piece ready to go except yep. for quarterback. And they had a rookie running back until he got injured. But it was working. And it was working just fine. And then all yep. of a sudden, the last seven, seven, eight games of the season, pow, yep. crash and burn. And it was it just, it just, was bad. It was so bad.
0: Uh, Steve Austin threw out there, Lamar going to be a cult. If that happens, I called it last mock draft. Now, i did have that in my last mock i don't remember if that was in my 3.0 or 4.0 i think it was i think i think it was the last one i think it was 4.0 yeah i think you yeah. i think you're right uh I think, Colt, I think, colts I uh think it was. colts making that trade and baltimore picked it for that was my uh, my prediction in my last mock uh so if that happens i called it i got proof <laughs> i got my show i got the recording baby uh, he also said he would love to see Lamar go to the Steelers, but that'll never happen. Now they—they got—they no, got, they got Pickett. No, they're got, good. They
1: got Kenny Pickett. Yeah. They're not—they're not moving away from Kenny Pickett, and 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 it's no, also rivalry of factor. Baltimore. Yeah, rivalry of Baltimore. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. No, the Lamar conversation is one to watch. Same thing with like, the Odell Beckham conversation because like, as of now, like one of the biggest teams that is still in the conversation is the Jets, and I really think it just comes down to waiting for the Aaron Rodgers thing to get done. Baltimore made him a pretty damn good offer from what I understand, but he's wanting to know if Lamar is going to be there or not. You know, uh, L- Baltimore came back, offered Lamar a pretty good contract, is the word, but I think it's still the sentiment that Lamar didn't want to be there at this point.
1: So... um. The word has it, Alex. Um, it's the years that he was locked in on. He was only locked in on a three-year deal mm. uh, for a, I think it was 133 million, is what was was. Is, yeah, at like least that. that's what I've heard. It was like 133 million guaranteed. It was a fully guaranteed for three years, which you're only looking at about 40 something million a year. Right. Um, which that's a lot, but at the same time, I think he wanted more years. I think he wanted five or six years instead of three. Uh, which that's and, and in my estimation, that's fair. But I've said it before, and I will say it again, and I don't know why the hell Lamar Jackson has not hired an agent. If Lamar Jackson hired an agent, this deal would have been done years ago. We would not have even been talking about it right now. I mean, he was an MVP the second year of his career. He was an MVP, for crying out loud. It well deserved so. And then, you know, I know the last couple of years he's been injured, uh, but this past season, and nobody can convince me otherwise, he refused to come back this year. He refused to come back after this injury, and I know he's a competitor. I, I I know that. He's a great football player, but at the same time, he wanted to make sure that he was going to get a good contract done before you go out there and you put your body on the line um, to win a Super Bowl, which they were not going to win Super Bowl this year anyway, but you get my point.
0: Right. No, I 100% agree. I think this would have already been done you know, so long ago. Um, but here we are continuing to talk about it, Continuing, It's reached a point like the Deshaun Watson stuff last year, where it's like, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, let's just get it over with. I just want to get it done. You know, there are
1: two things right now that that they're the old news. It's the, it's the two things that it's so hard. It's just hard to talk about. But at the same time, it's like they're the two highest profile players right now, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And it's the same story. It's the same issue. We've had these issues for years. Um, just with the exception of Lamar Jackson, it just drags on because now you're reached past the deadline point to where now he's franchise tagged. So now Baltimore completely owns another year of contract. He could he could retire, but he would still lose all that money and they would still lo- they they would still own the rights to trade him. Yep and get compensation for it. That's just it's just part of it.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to when these conversations can be done, you know, between those two those two and Odell, man. Those two at Odell are the biggest ones where it's like, where yeah. they, what's happening? Where are they going? And I got to say, when it does finally happen for Lamar and Odell, I'm looking forward to chatting about it, especially Lamar, because that's going to obviously have big draft you know, repercussions. So I'm really excited to chat about that one whenever it does freaking happen. Um, talking about draft, though, one topic that I definitely wanted to touch on here today uh, in our short episode here is what is your thoughts on everything going on with Jalen Carter? Because there was a lot of reports oh, – where it's like a lot of teams has taken him off the draft board completely, which I can see that. That's fair. Now there's this new report out from his agent, one of the best agents in the game, Drew Rosenhaus, that uh, he is no longer taking any meetings from any team outside of the top 10. Uh, I listened a little bit to the Pat McAfee show today, and one thing that Jeremiah, um, Daniel Jeremiah said that whenever he saw that report, that he said to him, his educated guess, means that if he's there, 10 Phillies taking him. Yeah, so that that that's why you know the the meetings are, are being canceled. But you know, at this point in time, like you know, w- what's your what's your feelings on this? Because in my mind, like I, I'm I would steer clear from him. He just visited Chicago, which as soon as I saw that news, I'm just like, oh boy, oh come on. I really don't. like he's an, he's I get he's an incredible talent, but like. Too much baggage for me, you know what I mean? Especially when we're in the process of trying to write this fucking ship that's been a dog shit ship for a long time. I don't want that baggage. I really don't. Plus, we have other positions we need more. You know, just like, well, what's your thoughts on the Jalen Carter stuff?
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, how much legal trouble is he actually in? or is this just That a is lot the big question. Or, or, is this, or is this just a lot of smoke that's being blown up? So that's the that that's the biggest key, because I guarantee you every single one of these teams, the first question they're going to ask, is they know that they know the kid is talented. We know the kid is talented. Facts. But what about the legal trouble? Is it going to drag on for for so long, like a Deshaun Watson's case did to where, you know, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson didn't play for what, over a year and a half, almost two years before he had stepped onto a football field. And yep. then the Browns, of course, did their stupid thing. Anyway, that's not a here or there. My point is, you don't want another Deshaun Watson. You don't want to draft a kid, especially as high as the first round, because you and I both know when you are a first-round draft pick, it doesn't matter if you're pick one or pick 30. Most of the time when they pick you, they know you're ready to go. Like, you you are the most NFL ready of all seven rounds. And that's why that's why they take you in that first pick, because they know you are NFL ready and you are ready to go. If this drags on, Jalen Carter's not going to be ready to go. And if if the legal trouble, if the legal trouble isn't that big of a deal, then why reports conflicting otherwise? Because if it wasn't that big of a deal, we would have already heard by now, guys, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to blow over. You know, let's move on. But we're not hearing that, Alex. We're not hearing anything right now, which tells me that the legal trouble could be way worse than what has been originally reported. He could be in a lot of trouble because, if I'm not mistaken, someone's life was lost because of this. Yeah, they
0: were, as a a teammate of his.
1: And so, you know, I I wish the best for the kid. I I really do. But there's two things here that really bother me. Number one, how arrogant is this guy? Like, is it just is it is it just Jalen Carter, or is it his agent that's saying he's not going to take, you know, is, is he's not going to take any meetings outside the top ten? That's also if something I, I was wondering. <laughs> if Jalen Carter wants to play in the National Football League, you take any damn meeting that you can, and you face every single owner. There is one owner right now, one owner right now. He doesn't care that you're in any kind of legal trouble. And he goes by the name of Jerry Jones. You think Jerry Jones will draft you at the at the twenty-eighth pick, whatever pick that he has. Of course he will, because he, he love he loves the bad boys. He loves all the bad guys yep. in the entire world, everything like that. So it it really it really bothers me that he's not even considering going out of the top ten. And if he actually pays attention to the news, if they're taking him off the draft board, he really needs to get in these uh, other meetings. And that, these other meetings and the teams that uh, have a pick wor- uh, worse than number ten. And so, and so now, not only does arrogance kick in, but how much does this kid really want to play football? And I, and I know that I know that sounds crazy, but it's almost like you're saying, "I really don't want to play football anyways, unless I'm in the top ten. <coughs>
0: Yeah, and you know, whenever it comes to that level of arrogance, like that's something some players, very few, enough to probably count on one hand, can do something like that and it'd be fine and it work out in the end, right? Most of the time, like nine times out of ten, that level of arrogance, like it doesn't pay off. Like, I mean, here's a great example of a, of a player, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, at his position that did this. Shout out to Deion Sanders. You know he's told this story that you know he had a meeting with the New York Giants and they gave him some test thing like some big ass booklet and he's like what what pick are y'all and he, there they were like the tenth pick he's just like fuck this I don't got time for this I'm gonna be gone by then and he left he left the meeting but that yeah again there that's that's once in every what you know, generation type of talent and player that can be that level of arrogant and it pay off. I mean, we saw it happen to fucking Josh Rosen. You yeah, know, I'm going to prove that there was nine mistakes made ahead of me. How's that going, bud? You know, like, <laughs> like it just it do doesn't you, work.
1: <laughs> I don't – do you remember – I remember this like this, was like it was yesterday. But I remember when Matt Leinart visited every team that drafted – before, before, before the Arizona Cardinals actually drafted him, and they he actually they actually asked him, why didn't you pick? Why didn't you draft Matt Leonard? Like he even visited the Tennessee Titans. He, uh, it was uh who was the head coach at the time? Jeff. Of the Tennessee Titans. I'm trying to remember Jeff who it was. Fisher. I don't think it was. It may have been Jeff. Yeah, Fisher. it was
0: Jeff Fisher. <laughs> he was the head coach from like late '90s to like uh, late 2000s. Because
1: they went with Vince Young. He's like, well, why would you draft Vince Young and all this other kind of stuff? I could kind of see Charlie Carter doing one of those little deals, but at the same time, look at Matt Leonard. You know you know barring that he had a lot of injuries and everything like that he was a decent quarterback but I would have taken Vince Young before him yeah um even you know but both of them turned out to be a bust but
0: yeah Vince went to like what two Pro Bowls so I guess I mean he's still a bust but I mean hey at least he, he did something a bust. yeah he was a bust but at least he did something Matt Lyon did nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing he was a good backup you know if that. he was yeah he was uh you know yeah no the Jalen Carter thing like I don't know like there are certain instances where it's like it's understandable, you know, um, you know, where it's like you want to stop meetings or something. Because I know like uh, just again today, uh, the, I didn't get to listen to a lot of the Pat McAfee show, but I was kind of tuning in and out. But there was one particular segment where they were talking about the Jalen Carter thing. And, uh, you know, Pat asked A.J. Hawk about it, who, of course, went fifth overall. And, you know, A.J. said he went to multiple, multiple meetings. I mean, like, he, you know, he but he did end up canceling meetings because it was like. He was in the process of, like, he what he said is, like, preparing for finals. I think it was, like, Easter weekend, and the Raiders, you know, who had, like, the seventh pick or something, was trying to get him a meeting. And AJ's like, nah, I'm done at this point. I mean, I'm trying to get finals, and I'm trying to – it's Easter. I'm done. I don't care. You know, if you pick me, cool. If you don't, whatever. <laughs> that was his mindset.
1: And I, I'm okay with players, uh, you know, gambling and betting on themselves. Yeah, true. You know, especially especially if you're trying to sell yourself and everything like that. But yeah. to me – it sends a bad vibe. How much do you really want to play football? Because I'm telling you, if the top 10 doesn't take him, these teams are going to have a bad taste in their mouth, and they're not going to end up drafting this kid.
0: I know. See, that's what I'm looking forward to. If If it comes the Eagles, and he's still on the board, and they don't, take him but here's going to be the real kicker is if they don't take him and they go with Nolan Smith the other edge rusher out of Georgia that's going I to be the laugh. that, oh, would, that would be hysterical that would be hysterical <laughs> man so which at
1: this point at this point doesn't matter which Georgia player you you draft you win I mean that's just you yeah. can take any Georgia player at this point
0: basically just, I, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with Jalen Carter for my next two mocks because there's that part of me that I think he could slide out of the first round completely
1: yeah, and I, I've I, the more today really almost solidified that Alex. It really almost solidified that for me, because in my opinion, you know, you look at the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears have a ton of money; they can still spend. They don't have to have this kid. They 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 don't have to have this kid to win. Their defense did just fine without him last year. They really need to beef up their offense. I don't think they'll take. I don't. I don't. I personally do not think they're going to do one of two things with that ninth pick. They're either trading it or they're drafting an offensive player. That's that's all they really have to do. The defense has been fine. You just got you, they've got to beef up that offense. They don't have to have this kid.
0: So actually, for our pick at this point, based on like kind of like where the conversation's been going on, like Bears Twitter and stuff. I obviously offensive lineman is where I still think it's going to go. I think it's going to be like a Paris Johnson or a, um, a Broderick Jones from Georgia. Peter Skoronsky, maybe. Uh, I I'd kind of like the story of of the of the hometown kid who's a fan of the Bears and stuff to get drafted. That'd be super cool. But I, I mean, he, he he's going to be like, Peter Skoronski has the potential to be like a Zach Martin or Quentin Nelson level guard, not a tackle. You know what I mean? He could be a good starting tackle, but he could be like a Hall of Fame guard based on like his build and his skill set and stuff. So it's the question, is he willing to go interior? I haven't seen any reports asking that where it's like, is he going to and he, him responding? So I think it might be Paris Johnson and I, but I've seen a lot of conversation. And, I, you know, this conversation's already been there, but it's heating up pretty massively right now that the Bears could go wide receiver and draft J- uh, Jackson. Uh, Smith, Najigba,
1: which is which is what I had in my last draft. Yeah, but I I have Peter Skernatsky. I've had him going to the Raiders in every every one of my mock drafts. I think you have. Yeah, I I, I, I think the Raiders are going to eventually sell on him.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes. I'm such a big Peter fan, man. I really am. Like he's my favorite O lineman of this draft. Uh, him and uh, Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Yeah, are yeah. I love Jones. Could be a good one. I'm I'm looking forward to where he goes, man. Because he was a he was a combine freak. I mean, like when I was watching his drills, and he's literally throwing the coaches. I'm just like, this guy's a dog. This guy <laughs> yeah. is going to be a monster. Paris Johnson looks great, but Dewan Jones just looks like a dog ready to fucking eat. So I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes. But no, that that Bears pick at nine will be interesting. I mean, honestly, like the whole top ten is going to be interesting because of how many more moves we could potentially see. You know, that that Cardinals pick. You know, they're getting phone calls. Is Tennessee actually going to make that jump up? And you know, with with that, let me ask you this, because you know, you you touched on it earlier, and I, I was planning to circle back to it now. With that second pick, you know, you kind of mentioned that the reports that the Texans could pass on a quarterback. Basically, the way I understand it is if Bryce Young's not there they're going to pass on a quarterback and try to get the next one. But like let's say Tennessee trades up to that third pick before the draft. Can the Titans I mean can the Texans really afford to do that? I mean let's be real. I mean you have four teams, 1 to 4, that all need quarterbacks. You can't afford to do that in my opinion.
1: It depends. Do you want to roll the it depends if they want to roll the dice or not. And that that's the thing Alex is you and I both know in history, his- history tells us in history for whatever reason, especially when it comes to the NFL draft, history tends to repeat itself. We always have these big top tier quarterbacks who come out of college football and you you and I both know there's going to be some that are going to be bust.
0: Yep. We're, like, we're already
1: betting Anthony Rich. Anthony Rich should be a first round draft pick. I could see second or third, if not the fourth, but not the not the first round. But then there's also those who just sneak up on you. It all points down to what you actually are gonna be willing to gamble to do, because this is what this is what you're gonna be faced with. Do you? So I still think the Panthers are gonna take. I still think the pa- Panthers take CJ Stroud. Same. They could. They they could prove me wrong and take. Uh, they could prove me wrong and take Bryce.
0: Hey, they could prove everyone wrong and just take Anthony Richardson. prove Well, they could they prove could. Everyone- they could prove everyone right in the mindset that the Carolina is a poverty
1: franchise. And they and they could they could do that. So it's it's all based on because in my opinion, you take a quarterback because that has been their that was the one position last year they were very very inconsistent in more than any of them last year. Then again, if you do if you want to roll the dice. Will Levis could be there. I've heard Hinton Hooker could be another first round pick that he could sneak up. A lot of people are sleeping on him, which I wasn't sleeping on him. But the reason I've held him back is because of his ACL injury. Well, are these Are these NFL teams going to take him under consideration that, hey, he did have an ACL injury? But we also have to also look at history. Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin had an ACL injury. They brought him in. Uh, the uh, the Well, they were the Redskins at the time, the Washington Commanders, or whatever the hell their mascot is, which... Anyway, when they brought him in, and he ended up having a, basically a one-year career, because after that, he, he was no good anymore. So it, it just depends on if they're willing to roll the dice, get a good defensive player, which is what they're looking to get. Um, I could see them doing that, but personally... Um, I'm not passing up on a Bryce Young. If Bryce Young is there available, number two.
0: I mean, for me, if I'm set at that second pick, I'm not passing up on Bryce or CJ. You know, yeah. CJ is still my number one. I, I like CJ. I like the way that he plays, and I like the build. I love the way Bryce plays. And the thing is, that, you know, there was something that uh, I heard when I was listening to, you know, some uh, ESPN Chicago I was listening to uh, the other day, and one thing that was uh, kind of chat about with Bryce where it's like, you know, everyone's talking about his size, right? But you need to keep in mind that while, yeah, he played at Bama, he had a good line, whatever you want to say. He still played in the SEC, right? Like, he played against literally the best competition in college football, and he took hits. Like, did he take as much hits as he is going to in the NFL? No, absolutely not. But he still took some big hits. And he still got back up and, and played completely fine. So it's like, yeah, his size is really in question. But, like, I think people are throwing his size too much as the four focus and not his toughness. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, he's small dude, sure, but he can still play. He can still ball out. So, like, you know, I like Bryce a lot, but, man, just C.J., You know, to me, I think C.J. is the best quarterback in this draft. That's my opinion, and my opinion very well could be wrong. It's a terrible football show after all. But I just – I like the way C.J. plays, man. I like I like, the, I like his build and the way that he plays. And if I'm Carolina, I'm taking him at one. And if I'm Houston, I'm taking, you know, Bryce at two. And you know what? If if Carolina wants to prove to everyone their poverty franchise and take Anthony Richardson, then, you know, at number two, you know, you got the choice of C.J. and Bryce. I mean, it's a toss of the coin in my opinion. You know they'll probably go with Bryce, but like let's say Bryce happens to go one, I'm fine with taking CJ at two. Now the real curveball is if uh, Houston takes Anthony Richardson at two. <laughs> That's the real curveball. Also proving they're a poverty franchise,
1: right? <laughs> and either then, either either way, Carolina, <laughs> Carolina's is going to screw this up. I'm telling you, I, I have this, I have a feeling Carolina is going to screw up, and they're going to take Anthony Richardson number one overall. I could be wrong. I, I would take CJ Stroud, but you know. Let let them take whoever they want to. Let them be stupid. We're just going to let them be stupid.
0: The one thing that I think is so funny out of this whole thing, though, with all the draft, you know, the trade with the Bears and the Panthers and now the Titans could go up, is I honestly just think it's hilarious, and I love it at this point, that the Colts are going to be the one to be the odd man out and just get shafted (laughs) and not get their guy because Chris Ballard just continues to sit on his hands and not make a move. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we, we both know that man had the opportunity to go up to one and he just ended up taking it um
1: well it's it's like i said though before alex it's like it's like do you do you really want to give up that many assets for for a rookie quarterback that's not proven yet which i like i said i understand but we're talking about three spots here there's gonna be a quarterback it does not matter which as long as you don't take anthony Richardson, because i I, i'm still a believer (laughs) that anthony Richardson is not going to be good in the nfl same but you've but you've got you've got C.J. Stroud, you've got Bryce Young, you've got Will Levis. You can roll the dice on any one of those three and build a franchise around them right now. In my opinion, I, I think you can. I'm I know that Will Levis played at Kentucky. I know Kentucky is not a football school there for sure, a basketball school. But Bob Stoops had that guy had 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 he had the offensive line for that guy, <clears throat> he probably would have had a lot more had a lot better season this year than what he did last year for sure
0: oh yeah for sure last year he had a great year and this year you know at, at the start had some had some flashes of what we we know of will but then after that it just tr- it it trailed off you know what i mean yep. it's it's to be expected he got you know he got beat up his line didn't help him and he put too much mayo in his coffees so what'd you expect you know it was gonna happen eventually you know him going down right. and, and you know dealing with the injuries whatever but uh i will say have you seen the uh the the before and after shots of him bulking up though
1: I have not. Yeah, he posts a, uh,
0: some before and after photos, like before he started getting like hard into the workout grind. I think December to prepare for the draft, and like just like last month, dude is like looks like a freaking linebacker. I mean, he is shredded, like he is bulked, and he looks like he is a beefy guy right now.
1: Let's stop putting mayonnaise in his coffee.
0: That's my guess. Is that that or you know he switched to like a fat-free mayo or something. I don't know
1: god that is a thing.
0: that is that is just still one of the most disgusting things on the planet to me <laughs> mayonnaise and coffee what mental deficiency do you have going on
1: man there are there are some it's like no, i've personally have never experienced like any i've, I've never done like marijuana or a pot or anything like that but from my understanding there are people who like to mix pup tarts and cheetos so you never know
0: now that's i've never heard that one yeah, i don't like that cheetos, i don't man. like that i heard that 'Cause now I'm gonna think about it. I don't like that.
1: <laughs> uh, carrots and mustard. I mean, you can you can name it, you know, a bunch of different foods that don't go together that that some people may enjoy. Right. I used I used to enjoy a peanut butter and syrup sandwich. I like peanut butter and syrup.
0: See, that's acceptable though. Because like you right. you, you, you get like syrup, put it on like waffles and I've put peanut butter with it, man. Put peanut butter on your waffle. It's delicious. Yep,
1: it's very, very good. As a matter of fact, I may get that later.
0: There you go. See, there you go. You got food inspiration. <laughs> Got food. Uh, one thing I was wanting you, uh, wanted to ask you about as well, because this report just really popped out today. Uh, do you think all the reports about the Mac Jones thing? Do you think that's all smoke, or do you think that's got some legitimacy to it?
1: I think there's legitimacy to it. I do I too. I think uh, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you some of the things that I've heard. Um, and uh, we all know, how, we all know what type of a coach Bill Belichick is. Right. He has yeah. a reserved personality. He's not a very likable guy, if you want to put it that way.
0: <laughs> True. Um,
1: I think Robert Kraft <coughs> is getting ready to pull the trigger on on Bill Belichick. And mm, okay here's so here's here's so here's here is where you could sort of defend this, Alex. Before Tom Brady, where was Bill Belichick? Exactly. The Cleveland the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Did not have a very good record with Cleveland. Came over to the came over to uh came over to uh Foxborough, had Drew Bledsoe as a quarterback, of course Drew Bledsoe before he got injured, um was a very was a very, very good quarterback. Uh but I don't think he ever played for Bill Belichick except for that one year he got injured. Tom Brady comes in, all of a sudden he has this all the success. Tom Brady leaves, they draft a quarter a Tom Brady like quarterback in Mac Jones, and yes. I was one of those who was very high on the board with Matt Jones. And what's he done since Tom Brady? Absolutely nothing. What has Tom Brady done? Two divisional titles with Tampa Bay, one Super Bowl, and he made the playoffs all three years. Bill Belichick's made the playoffs once since Tom Brady left. And I know it's only been a short time, and I know that you got to have time to rebuild and everything like that. But I really believe that, they're, that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are butting heads at this point because I think – I really believe Robert Kraft wants Lamar Jackson. I believe Robert Kraft wants Lamar Jackson. I don't know if Bill Belichick wants Lamar Jackson. So that's why I think they're, I think that's why the reports of them shopping Mac Jones could be legitimate. Um, It could be that Bill Belichick's getting ready to fold and, and, you know, give him to the owner, which, you know, in some ways the owner kind of needs to let the coach do his job. But when the coach hasn't really done anything since Tom Brady's left, and you're not the New England Patriots that you once were when you had Tom Brady. So I think there's some legitimacy to it. Because I and I, I believe Bill Belichick, if he doesn't have a good season this next season, he may not be the Patriots uh, head coach anymore after next year.
0: You know, and I, I do think that is something for people to, to consider. You know, I because I, I saw some reports where Bill Belichick may not even finish his career in New England, New England. And I think there is some legitimacy to that, man. You know, I think it's a situation of – that time has passed, kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah, and it, in my opinion, it really shows just how much Tom Brady meant to that team and that offense, you know, more than anything else. That Tom, it was, you know, he made it work. They were both leaders in their own rights, but he made it work. But, you right. know, uh, I do see this, the legitimacy behind it where maybe it was one of those things where it's like, well, sure, last year there was, uh, just a giant shit show with, um, You know, uh, Matt Patricia being a freaking OC and uh, whatever his name is, the dumbass, that was the Giants head coach before, Joe Judge. There was a lot of drama around that, but I think that drama, while they were in the wrong and... Mac was technically in the right on things where Mac was in the wrong was he really showed his immaturity, which I think that's what is. And I'm not saying yeah. I, I want the record. I'm not saying Mac was, in, you know, immature because we haven't gotten hard reports of what was said or done. I'm saying this from like, if you know, looking at it, like this is what Bill saw is Bill saw Matt Patricia and Joe judge fuck up. Hence why Matt Patricia is no longer that I don't even think he's in the Patriots anymore. I could be wrong. He may, but I know he's at least not O.C., And, you know, while Mac Jones may have been, like, in the right, he was also in the wrong for being immature. That's the vibe that I got. I'm not saying that's for sure what happened, but that's the vibe that I got, and that's probably... That's probably enough to turn off Bill Belichick to maybe want to move on. But at that point, who do you move on to? You just go with uh, with Bailey Zappy, the goat, or do you make a trade for a guy like Gardner Minshew in Indianapolis? You know what do you do? Like uh, it's yeah. You know, the the questions are all over the place.
1: you gonna I knew you're gonna, you <laughs> gonna bring Gardner Minshew up. I knew you were gonna bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you ever really hear anything about the Patriots though? Like, do you ever hear anything like legitimately about the Patriots? They're more of a quiet bunch. The Patriots, I'm going to tell you who Bill Belichick reminds me of. He reminds me of Bobby Petrino before the motorcycle accident. Right. When he was, when Bobby Petrino was at Arkansas, he didn't report shit. I mean, he didn't report a damn thing. Sideline reporting, they didn't go to the sideline report very much. If there was an injury report, they didn't report injuries. They were a quiet bunch. But you just saw him coach on the football field. Oh, and he was—he was an asshole. I mean, he—he he was yep. an asshole when he when he was in Arkansas. Bill Belichick to me kind of gives me the same vibe, with the exception he's not riding a motorcycle, cheating on his wife, you know, or anything <laughs> like that. But um, <laughs> they kind of give you that same kind of vibe right. because he's just such—he's just such a quiet guy. It's like he is like the Greg Popovich of the NFL because <laughs> Greg Popovich is kind of that way. Yeah, he's he, of a he jerk. was. He's just kind of a—he's just kind of a jerk. But um, I just, I just don't know because if you look at Tom Brady, you could kind of tell even the vibe that he's given us. Him and Bill Belichick just, in the end, it just fell and they just did not. Uh, he just didn't want to be around it anymore. Right.
0: And yeah, uh, and ultimately, obviously, it paid off for him. He won a Super Bowl his first year out. But I mean, you know, you're right. He just didn't want to be around anymore because. Well, I understand Bill's approach to Tom where he wanted to treat him like everyone else so all the players knew, like everyone's treated equal, whatever. You know, Tom's just like, all right, I mean, come on, man. I mean, how, how, get, how, many, how many rings I am understand. I wearing now?
1: <laughs> I am I am fully aware. You, there, is a, there is a certain <coughs> way that you have to treat certain players, and I, I get that. I'm also in that belief that, you know, you, you try to treat everybody the exact same way. You treat it down the middle but you're not dealing with high school students. Yep. You're not dealing you're not even dealing with college students. You're dealing with professional athletes grown Men getting paid millions of dollars you have to develop and you have to maintain these relationships with them it may not always be pretty you may have you know what when you're on the field it's all business we're we're, we're going to take care of business while we're on the football field on the football field hey let's go get a drink or something like that right, you know, right. I, I, I could i could see something like that it's kind of like how my boss is my boss is one of those bosses when it comes to business we take care of business outside the business he doesn't give a crap He's like, you can do whatever you want to outside this business. Just don't embarrass the company. And so um and that that that's his partake. Just don't don't go out and get arrested. Get a DWI cause what we'll to fire you. you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's just the thing. Bill Belichick is all business. He's just he's just all business and that's just the guy he is.
0: Yeah, and that's the guy he's always going to be. And you know, now it's reached a point where the Patriots are no longer relevant. You know, if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets. Honestly, the Patriots are the worst team in that division. You know, I think it's a legitimate thing where Robert Kraft is potentially looking to move on. You know, and hit the reset button, like it's finally time, kind of thing. You know, I do, I do think that's a yeah. real possibility. Which that's going to be that's going to be a very wild day when that finally happens. But it's also going to be the wild day that if he doesn't retire and he goes and coaches for another team. Whatever, whatever teams are, are hiring at that time, you know? So.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that that's a conversation for another day, but it's like, where does Bill Belichick fit? Because at this point, it's nowhere. I mean, it's just, really, it's really not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been with the Patriots that long. I, I just, the way, this coaching style and everything like that, I, I personally think he retires. I, I don't know, off the top of my head, I, I don't know anybody right now. I don't know any system or anywhere he would fit right now with the style that he had as far as like his personality, um his coaching style, things like that. I don't think he would fit anywhere uh, right now,
0: yeah. I don't I don't either. you know, just he's just it's nice to have an old school coach. We see where it still pays off. but he's like old school coach to almost a fault. you know what I mean? And I'm not saying old yeah. school coaches are wrong or anything. but I mean, we really just have reached a point where it's like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and call players divas. You know, while we do have some divas come along, sure, I'm not going to call them divas. I'm not going to call them that at all. They just want to get treated like adults. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's totally fair. Like, it's fine to be coached. It's fine to be, you know, disciplined when you need to in a, in a job setting and stuff. But at the same time, like, we're adults. You know, let's let's be treated like adults. You know, and, and in uh, you know Bill's case, maybe that sort of coaching, that era, maybe it's just past. You know what I mean? You know, I I definitely see a world where it can still exist, uh, in very strongly in literally just Bill Belichick's case because he's going to be respected wherever he goes. Um, but at the same time, you know, players, the you know, it's a different breed of players. You know what I mean? When you play, you know, the players that we have now that are rising to prominence. I mean, they're younger than me. You know, it's just it's a different generation of players, different generation of people, and you know, it's. You know, it's adapting to the times because, you know, one thing that one thing that I always like to think about when it comes to this sort of topic is um Mike Tomlin. You know, he's been around for a while, obviously he's been coaching the Steelers since like what, two thousand and six maybe. Like that, yeah. Um, yeah, 2005, yeah, 2006, yeah, because 2005 is when they went to the Super Bowl with Bill Cowler. So yeah, 2006 around, 2007 around there, and uh, you know uh, when he was being interviewed by by Pat, you know, like last year, Pat made a joke that he's like an old crusty guy, you know, and how does he kind of keep up with the, with the young people, and you know. Basically, his response is he just tries to keep up with them. You know what I mean? Like he said, he's got a couple sons in college and stuff playing college football. You know, so he's just trying to keep with the times so he doesn't just become an old, crusty guy and he's at least a little right. bit understanding to some extent. Which, you know, they, all, all obviously, massive kudos to him. Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in NFL history. I don't, th- I, you didn't, didn't Steelers end with a positive, you know, over 500? I mean, obviously, they didn't make a playoffs, but didn't they end over 500? I think so. I, I think, think so. If that's be. the case, never a losing season in his high, in his entire career. That's unfreaking freaking real You know, it, yep. I mean, it is. So, it's just like, I, I don't I, know, I man. thought
1: this year was going to be the year. I thought it Kenny was, too. Pickett. I thought it was going to happen. Boy, Kenny, Kenny Pickett just went, oh, he just went way more nuts. Than, but, you know, you go back to old-school ways. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned the fr- uh, I mentioned a, a friend of mine uh, who, was, who was drafted by the San Francisco Giants, Ben Madison. He was telling me a story yep. one time, Alex, of uh, when he would talk to the New York Yankees. Because the Yankees were going to look at him as well, but one of the things the Yankees told him is when they he's like, "Look, if we draft you, you're going to have to cut your dreads," and he basically told him not to draft him then because he he didn't want to you know be in the environment where you know you had to cut your hair a certain way. Uh, you look at you look you watch the New York Yankees, you watch them take the field. I guarantee, you not one of them have a beard like we have right now. Yeah. And some of them are just that restrictive an environment. It's just, it's just the way it is.
0: I, I, I don't blame Ben on that at all. I really don't. Like, I understand. No, I don't either. Yeah, you know, he got drafted. Massive shout out to that, of course. You know, I understand. Like. I understand the positioning of, of a player of, like, his stature would have been in, right? Where they weren't going to be, like, a first-round draft pick. You know, you're lucky to be drafted kind of thing. I get it, right? right. So, it's just like you want to go anywhere. But at the same time, you want to be treated like, you know, a human to an extent. Because, you know, I've worked a exactly. job. My, my first job could not have beards. Could not. All you could have was a mustache or sideburns down to your earlobes. Strict company policy. Very straight. I went with it. I hated it. Now they've changed policy because they've caught up to the times and stuff. So, you know, I, I totally get that, and I respect that 100%. And no, uh, the Steelers did not have a losing. They went 9-8. and eight. So his record continues. Never a losing season in his career.
1: Nine, nine, and, they, they, <coughs> and next year, they could win the division next year.
0: It, it, honestly, yeah. I mean, it, uh, well, I would still give it to Cincinnati. I, I still would. But
1: I, – I mean. I... Well, yeah, high. I'm mean, bar end. Barring Cincinnati, yes. Barring Cincinnati, yes. barring Cincinnati, they they can be second in that division easy easy next year.
0: Steve also said Belichick should go to the Saints.
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. Uh, no, watch. Belichick's gonna be the Cowboys head coach. Oh hell! I wish that was. <laughs> oh, oh, Bill, Bill Belichick's gonna, gonna be a Dallas Cowboy baby. <laughs>
1: That's a that's a Jerry Jones thing
0: too. It is. That's those, a Jerry Jones uh, move. Could Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick <laughs> coexist though?
1: No, because <laughs> no. Jerry Jones is the no.
0: GM. You know what could, I mean. Could,
1: Jerry Jones has all the control. He drafts the players he wants to. Yep. He he gives the contracts out the way that he wants to, which most owners do anyway. But everything that they do goes through him. Bill Belichick doesn't want that. He wants total control. He wants control of every little thing that you could possibly do as a head coach.
0: Right. Man. Which in
1: some ways I don't blame him because he is the coach. But like, I will say that I don't blame him on that. He is the coach, but him and Jerry, no. Him and Jerry would not coexist.
0: <laughs> I actually hope this happens. I want to see this. I want to see don't this you so bad. I wish
1: this on me and Jacob man?
0: I what want to see crazy. this so bad. <laughs> uh, Steve gracious. also said Belichick equals Cooper Rush's league MVP. <laughs> 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 That's fair. <laughs>
1: That is fair. I'll, I'll give him that much cuz to me Cooper <coughs> Rush could still to me Cooper Rush should be the number 1 quarterback right now for Dallas. That's just that's just all there is to it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, uh we're we're now at uh 6:30 uh central time. So, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up cuz I do have some stuff that I want to do uh here at the house. I want to mow the yard and a couple other things before it gets dark and we have weather the next few days. I got a busy next few days to do. Uh so Ricky, you got anything else you want to shout out? Any other topics, to quickly touch on, anything like that?
1: Well, you did win the twenty five dollar gift card. I do believe you won the twenty five gift. Cannot card, so I cannot believe I to, won. <laughs> so I will I will bring I'll most likely bring it to you whenever we do the draft here in three weeks, which I know it's only like it says twenty. Are you gonna bucks,
0: be here like for that. the draft?
1: I am going to be there okay. for the draft, yes, sir. I'm Man. coming in for the draft. Okay, uh, it is circled on my, it is circled on my calendar that I am coming in. Are you, for are the you, Draft and and I'm going to be late to work for the, to late at work the next day if, if I even, go, into <laughs> See, I, I I even go to work the next day. That's what I was going to ask. Are
0: you go, are you even going to work on Friday? Because I mean, you got, you got like an hour plus drive home after the draft. The draft's not ending until like ten o'clock.
1: Yeah, it's that's it's. A, it's i've been in worse situations i came back from florida for my bowling tournament last weekend didn't get home to nearly midnight i was still at work 6 30 the next morning
0: <laughs> you were in florida last weekend. i oh, was right. your vacation vacation that's my, right well
1: vacation i also had a bowling tournament we had a bowl that sunday which oh that sucked <laughs> it sucked driving seven and a half no yeah seven and a half eight hours home and then going to bed that sucked
0: <laughs> right oh man all right, well, I'm looking forward to seeing a couple of weeks. I cannot believe I won that because I was totally just shooting from the hip. I mean, you saw my finals teams. You know, I, I, I mean, I got Miami to go to the Miami. Final Four, but, like, Miami, I had Oral Roberts Miami going the to, the, to the championship.
1: I mean, you had, well, I cannot believe that either. dude.
0: I, no, I, there's two yeah, reasons behind it. Number one, I'm a child, and they're called Oral. <laughs> All right, so that's number reason number one. And number two, I have no clue – like, a lot about college basketball, and, like, I only know a few things here and there. Like, I knew Hawaii was doing well, Miami was doing well, you know, I know the main teams. I knew Oral Roberts just thanks to a single TikTok where it's like, you know, if I'm a team in the the tournament, I don't want to run into this Oral Roberts team for these reasons, and I'm like, all right, bet that's my championship team. <laughs>
1: well, here's in your def, in your defense, though, sir. Oral Roberts has two players from Arkansas, Isaac McBride and Connor Vanover, who won a uh, state championship together at Baptist Prep, which was I think they did they change their name to No, I think they were still Baptist Prep because before Baptist Prep, they were Arkansas Baptist. Right. So that wasn't a bad pick. It wasn't a bad pick. They had a their their leading scorer was like twenty three points a game, and he was a no show in the first round.
0: Yeah, hey, shout out to Miami though. Hell of a run. Yep. Hell great, of a run,
1: great run from Miami. For even great women's too.
0: From- Men and women's both. Man, hell of a run. Hell of a yeah. run. I yep. cannot believe I won that though. And also shout out to T- to Tyler reminding me about all of our football stuff. I have not given out prizes for anything because I forgot. Totally forgot. So like you won the college, I think, or yeah, college, uh, Jacob and Brady tied for the NFL, which I thought was hilarious when I saw that. And Tyler won the bowl mania. So I got to get some prizes out for that here sometime soon. I, it is now front of my mind. I have not, I'm not forgetting this time. I need to do it. So I don't know what it'll be. It'll probably just be, honestly, uh, our uh, trash can hats off Agent Inc. Shout out to Agent Inc. Go buy a jersey or something. Show the boys some love. We'd appreciate that. Honestly, uh, also for anyone listening, I think Agent Inc. is about to run a sale on hoodies and stuff. We do not have a hoodie or anything. uh, But obviously, you know, know, we're getting out of hoodie season, so run a sale to see what we we can move. Uh, So you definitely go over to Agent Inc. maybe here in the next week or so and check that out. And uh, pick up some merch from some other creators, or heck, maybe you might even find one of your favorite schools uh, have their eSports team on Agent Inc. Because I know Arkansas State has theirs on there. Fun fact for you. Arkansas State's eSports team um, is on Agent Inc. Agent Inc. designed the jerseys for it. They look sick, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Agent Inc. did such a great job on their jerseys. So, yeah, just keep, keep a look out for that. Uh, also, check out some Rogue. Keep a look out for some Rogue. Rogue is about to do their next flavor reveal here soon. I think it will be an energy formula again because the last few they've done was they did two hydrations and then they did the black cherry lemonade can. So, I think next flavor is going to be an energy tub. So, I'm looking forward to seeing whatever it's going to be. Um, you got anything else, man? Nah, I'm going to hit the music.
1: Nah, man. Go ahead. hit Hit the music, man. Oh, that was way too loud. All right. We're good.
0: I, for, I forgot it's the other song now. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, next few weeks. Next week, we'll do 4.0s. Week after that, we will do our favorite team seven-round mock draft. Now, I'm actually really excited for that one because we've never done it. Then, of course, week after that, we will do the NFL draft special. Be live for the entire first round. I'm going to probably arrange some guests to come on and chat throughout the show like we did last year. Uh, I think Tyler will be here. Tyler asked me if he could come for the draft. I told him that's fine, so he might be here. We'll see. That's
1: right, Tyler, the Bills are drafting a runner back in the first round, man.
0: Unless someone drafts him first, who knows? He could go number 10 to, to Philadelphia. We'll see. That'd be high, but I mean, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll also do our 5.0s right before the draft. We'll go live about 30 minutes before the draft starts. And then the week after that will be our final episode before our break, uh, which we will just do a draft recap. We'll be on break for the rest of May. We'll do one episode in June, one episode in July, and then back to weekly beginning of August. So, pretty good schedule. Looking forward to the break. We've had a hell of a season, you know. Granted, we're just now starting with season three. Uh, we've had a good run so far, so looking forward to getting into the break, getting ready for the full football season. Uh, but that's it. Uh, until next time, guys. Until next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye.